Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another edition of AUHSD Future Talks. I'm your host, Superintendent Michael Matsuda, and as our audience knows, this show is dedicated to careers, jobs, and what the future entails for our 30,000 young people and their families. We've been very blessed to have amazing speakers from education as well as business and nonprofit. Today, we have uh, a very successful entrepreneur, uh, someone who leads in the area of artificial intelligence, uh, Mr. Joseph Saki. Would you like to say hello to our audience? Hi, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much, Michael, for the opportunity. It's great to be here. So Joseph has, uh, he is the founder and CEO of Loco AI, uh, which is an innovative public safety firm. But before we get to that, I just want to ask Joseph, as I ask all of our guests, uh, to share a little bit about who you are and uh, what is what is your driving mission? Absolutely. Um, happy to give you some background. So I started in visual effects, spent 20 years in Hollywood at the very top of the visual effects industry. I had worked on over 30 films and uh very well-known films, Interstellar, Life of Pi, Spider-Man 2, and Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Those are the Academy Award-winning films I worked on. Um, also Game of Thrones and many, many advertising campaigns for Apple, Samsung, and, and many, many others. So I had a complete career um, on the content side of, and uh, entertainment side of using computer graphics at the, at the very highest level. And, you know, part of, part of it was, as fun as it was, you know, it was... Um, it was limited in, in the scope of what I thought I was contributing to the world. And that feeling really became pronounced once the Route 91 festival shooting happened. And I had friends there. And then later I had. Uh, that, as was I started, a, that was the one in Las Vegas, right? That was the one in, in Las Vegas. That was the, um, the big one at the end of 2017. And it was just so shocking that something like that could happen in America and, um, and that you could get away with it. And it was just so shocking to me. So coming from the perspective of, I have a lot of knowledge, I have a lot of skill in this computer graphics world. Can I use this, in, this knowledge and apply it to public safety? Um, really, you know, my, my intention was to uh, use, use computer graphics to solve active shooter um, incidents. And is there a way that we can tap into surveillance feeds? Is there a way that we can create real-time technology to catch these guys um, before it happens or in the moment that it's happening uh, faster to give better you know, uh, response times and, and better tools to uh, first responders? So um, I, it felt like a, a, a call, a, a higher calling, actually, because um, as I mentioned, you know, working in Hollywood, as cool as that is, um, was very limited in, in what I felt I could contribute to the world. Um, this felt like um, a, a much bigger calling to um, use that information and use that experience to do something really big. So now we started out, you know, this aspect of, okay, active shooters and, and crime, but it has really expanded, um, honestly, from there. So we predicted this correctly, that um, there is a huge need for real-time technologies to observe, you know, not just criminal incidences or, or these these horrific kind of things, but very mundane things as well um, that you could you could absolutely start to solve some of these big problems um, automation problems that we're faced with in security and lack of manpower to secure places or to observe um, you know anything truly 
Um, so we started out in security and really um, has expanded into all sorts of different fields. The mission of Loco really, um, you know, it's always remained the same, is that we're here to provide technology to solve the hardest security, surveillance, public safety, and loss prevention problems facing the world. Um, we really are mission-driven, um, and the purpose is to, to give society better technology, to, um, to really push us forward as a society and um, as people. Um, to embrace automation as much as we can, um, and and really to solve some of these really difficult uh, problems. One of the things that uh, that Joseph you had mentioned is that um, trying to, you know, there's massive amounts of data to make predictions about human behavior, right? There's massive amounts of data that's needed, and you had shared a new term with me called synthetic data. Could you explain what that is? Absolutely. So how we're using synthetic data is a term that is um, when you don't have, for instance, so I'll back up. How do you train a, a machine learning algorithm? So this is the very beginning of, uh, of how you do this. You need data to train an algorithm. So in this era of machine learning, in this era of artificial intelligence, um, these, these, these uh, algorithms have to be fed data in order for them to learn what to do. If you don't have good data, if you don't have any data or you have imbalanced data, that will be reflected in the algorithm. So the observation early on was that, well, what if you have poor surveillance footage? What if I'm, I'm trying to train an active shooter algorithm on video surveillance, but it's grainy, it's, I don't have a lot of it, it's hard to find, who's gonna give you this kind of uh, data? Um, because it's, you know, no one wants to give you know, active shooter data. Um, so we, we attacked it at the very high end. Like, what if you just didn't have the data? And, and the need is we need to solve uh, the, this, uh, this type of active shooter kind of situation. Um, the only answer here is to use computer graphics and to create it from the ground up synthetically. So, so when I say synthetic, what we're doing is that we're using the Unreal Engine. So the very same technology in Fortnite, it is the exact same video game technology being used um, by Epic Games and their very popular game, Fortnite. Um, we're using that exact same game engine to develop the synthetic um, environments in the computer to run simulations of, of avatars and uh, non-playable characters that are mimicking the behavior of active shooters. We're using motion capture. So we're actually using real people's movements within this 3D world. And you're blending you know, real reality capture from performance into a synthetic re uh, photorealistic 3D world. That unlocks the entire thing, because if I can model the inside of a, a hotel and um, in 3D and I know exactly where the security camera is and I use this tool, I can now use the game engine to simulate um, all sorts of whatever incident I want. It doesn't have to be active shooter. It can be anything you want. And I can capture data to train an algorithm. And that, the advantage here is that with the synthetic data, you're getting down to the pixel. You're getting down to exactly what the machine wants to see when it trains the algorithm. Having a human involved in this uh, uh, creates errors. So one of the huge advantages we're using this game engine is that it doesn't require any more human intervention. There's no more annotations. It's straight from the, the synthetic environment in Unreal straight to machine learning. And you're getting superior, I'm telling you, off the charts performance on on this kind of data, as opposed to training it just on surveillance footage or real, real data. 
You know, I, I think that's where the sort of the genius of local AI, right, as, as you're, you're kind of marrying uh, these two, uh, this platform with an application that's needed in the real world. And, and I think that's where there's a lot of excitement about this because so far, I mean, as you mentioned earlier, to me, there's, there's really no K-12, K-16 educational pathway to get there. And, and that's where uh, we're, we're creating an AIM partnership and, and a partnership with you folks on uh, building that uh, airplane while flying it. Could you uh, elaborate on what your thoughts are regarding that? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, as you, as a CEO, founder of an AI company, one of the most obvious, obvious things that you realize is it's really hard to find AI guys to do this stuff. It is a, a specialty, mostly PhDs uh, had the knowledge, and now you're starting to see other curriculums and, and other things pop up where you can you can grab very talented people who have, maybe they have one or two years of professional experience, but I mean, this is still an emerging field. And, and the PhDs were really the only people who had the real knowledge uh, that that's useful to, to create a company with. So you can't just download these algorithms off the internet and think that you have an AI company. That's, that's a cop out. You have to build the entire company from the ground up and you really have to think about the future and how you're going to staff it and how you're going to plan for the future. So we found that the, the four-year colleges simply don't have A, the curriculum, and B, they're moving way too slow for a company like us. I mean, you know, in, in a few months, you know, we can, we can design algorithms that, um, that, can, that can replace people. Um, and I hate to say that. We're not here to, to dis, you know, disenfranchise uh, jobs, but we're adding technology that's so essential to make the humans better at what they do. And that's going to continue because our, you know, the benchmark for us is so high. Human lives can be lost uh, if we're not if we're not careful with how we train our algorithms, and that's why we take it so seriously, right? So when you're in this position, and we and and I think I use the active shooters as great um, as a great kind of. It's not all we do, I, but I, I think it, it's it's a great topic to talk about because it just shows the seriousness of how we approach the problem that we knew that this had to be battle-tested 24-7 in, in very challenging environments, um, outside in rain, you name it, night, day. I mean, you have to really think about how these algorithms are going to perform um, to really do the job, not just sometimes do the job. So to do that kind of stuff, it takes a lot of talent. It takes PhDs um, to get it started, but you can't maintain building a company with PhDs. I mean, you got to find people who can do the basic work. So the thing that we're doing that's different, and I think we're very lucky to have Epic Games um, and, of course, Anaheim School District as partners, is that we can use this game engine to accelerate that knowledge, to accelerate uh, career paths, because it doesn't take going to um, Stanford or Berkeley now or MIT to get that uh, AI experience, you can use these tools that you're familiar with, you're playing video games with, um, and that's the starting point to a lot of the jobs that we're we're building for the future at Loco. You know, my mind is spinning every time I talk to you because uh, you got you move. I mean, you're moving at light speed compared to some of these institutions, and I think that the kids are going to respond very favorably once they understand what the opportunities are. So, um, you know. I, I like to ask, like, what other applications do you see uh, besides in the security? And I, I know that's what your company's focused on, but 
I, I, I would imagine there's a lot of applications as this uh, new way of using these platforms evolves. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll give you a great example um, in, in, in retail. So there's been a push for the automated checkout, uh, shopping checkout stations um, at grocery stores or um, you know, at your big box retailers. Um, and they have a huge problem with uh, you know, loss prevention and leakage um, and also identifying objects. So the problem is even if you had perfect video data of all your products, you simply can't keep up enough. If Tide decides to change the product labeling, now you've got to retrain all your algorithms to detect the Tide because you used the, 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 you know, the data from the, the video. So this is not the case when you use synthetic data, that I have a library of tens of thousands of 3D objects that is so easy to change the labels or the or the uh, if it's a fruit, I can instantly change it from ripe to rotten. And I have everything in between with a slider and I can train an algorithm in, in a single day, whereas it take another company 10,000 hours to train the same same algorithm. So what we see here using this tool is that it not only unlocks uh, a huge market of potential. So retail, um, any kind of product. Uh, literally any kind of product, any kind of um, analytics about how people shop. So tracking human movements and, and what they're grabbing off the shelves, um, tracking that and understanding that behavior, all this stuff can be solved in, in the synthetic world because um, it, doesn't take, it doesn't take the real footage to do this. We can simulate it and build algorithms rapidly. So you see, you're going to see like an acceleration, you know, um, Locos, ability to create algorithms is on another scale of what the traditional AI companies can do because if you don't use synthetic data, you just simply can't, you can't have this pipeline. It doesn't exist for you. So uh, other applications, uh, real estate, we can rapidly um, create, you know, visualizations and la new layouts uh, of internal spaces uh, for occupancy or for um, fire ev evacuations. Um, you can use it uh, for so many things. I mean, yeah, it's literally endless. I, I could go on and on and on and on. But but really, uh, it's a it's a game changing tool. And if you're using it correctly, um, it literally touches every market, every major um, industry and, and, and market sector. We started, um, you know, the first customers that we got were um, on the government and defense side. So that was an interesting challenge because, again, you know, we started with the perspective that we need to create algorithms that are battle tested in the real world. And so taking that 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 approach, um, we set a very high standard for ourselves. And now we're able to get into these other markets. You know, we're not, you know, fruit is not the same as, as you know, solving an active shooter. So um, it becomes a little bit easier, right, to solve once you've already battle tested and done the hard, the harder algorithms. Um, so I guess part of it is that um, we get better um, through the process as well as a company. We evolve with our customers and with the new opportunities, which is very exciting. So um, going back to our pilot that we hope to launch with you in, uh, uh, in the fall with, with real student interns, what, what do you see ideally as sort of the pathway of, uh, and how built out is that? Yeah, so that's a great question. I mean, I just look back to myself when I was in high school and, and the things that attracted me because um, I think I would have been the perfect intern for Loco, um, uh, you know, 
And so, you know, really, I think it's a passion for technology um, that has to be there. There has to be a, just a, like an insatiable interest in, in all things that are happening in the field of computers and technology and just a fascination with it because that, that passion needs to be there. It needs to be really inside you um, to want to pick the stuff up. And then beyond that, you know, because we're so specific with using uh, video game engines and in the synthetic world, I think absolutely if there's technical skills or you're a really good Fortnite player, maybe you're too good Fortnite player, um, those skills can be somehow applied here. Absolutely. So what, what I'm looking for always is that passion, that driving passion that's just insatiable. Like the kid just jumps off. Just you know they're going to go places because it's coming from within, it's inside them. But then also it's like, how are you? How how are you spending your time? Like how are you? Uh, how are you advancing um, yourself using? Maybe you haven't even realized you were using Fortnite in this way and developing skills. Because I bet there's a lot of kids who don't even realize, and a lot of parents that don't realize that there are valuable skills in playing video games that can be directly applied to AI. And this is what we're looking for. So I think part of it is um, the passion, and then of course the um, how you know how much are you playing? Like how good are you really with this uh, the video game playing? And 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 are you using it beyond just um, just to escape, but you're, you're, you're really, you know, getting into it a little deeper, uh, making, you know, connections on a deeper level. Could you describe what the Unreal Engine is? Yeah. So it's the, it's the, it's the underlying technology that drives all of the graphics and all the playability of Fortnite. That's the best way I could describe it. And so that technology can, is, um, you know, free to use, or if there's commercial licenses, if you're a business like Loco and, it's really a, a platform for building these real-time worlds. So it's a, it's a tool. It's, it, the, the simple answer is it's a tool. And we, where we came from, just to give some perspective of why this tool is so important, when I started in visual effects, everything we did was post-process and very slow. So very manual digital art, frame by frame digital art. You're really you're rendering out frame by frame, and, and it's, a, it's a laborious, long process to develop these photorealistic final you know images that you see on the screen that's all changing with the real-time uh, engine so the the unreal engine they call it a real-time engine because it's um, it's meant for real time I don't wait and render something you know I don't cook it and then go back to my computer and check it out it is there in front of me as I'm putting it together and that is the big difference that the hardware and the software have gotten to such a point we're now at the point where the computer can do this in real time. It doesn't have to take a data render. It doesn't have to wait overnight. I'm seeing the results right in front of my eyes. And this has never been the case um, up until very recently. We saw this coming in the visual effects industry almost 15 years ago. We knew that GPUs and, and game engines would be the future. Um, it, it seemed to happen faster. Um, I think a lot of the reasons because the autonomous vehicles and the need for AI, machine learning, so you're seeing all the parallel industries being attached to this and why it's so essential for synthetic data and using these tools to accelerate. You can't wait to build algorithms anymore. They have to happen on a pace with business. It has to make financial sense as a company. Um, and, and if you don't have this tool, you're absolutely, you're absolutely behind. What do you think will happen if America does not embrace what you and others are trying to do in terms of building these pathways? Well, I think the fear is that it's a, it's a, brain, it's a brain drain, that we're going to lose 
uh, a lot of talented people to algorithms. And I hate to say it, but that's very true because the machines can learn very quickly. And we, you know, we don't want to build a company. I don't want to build a company that's just, you know, all about machine learning. I, we want human beings that have feelings and thoughts and can build greater perspective for the future. So the fear is, you know, we need people who can help build the future and help build our, our um, maybe I'll take that back. That's a hard one. You know, as, uh, you know, going back, Joseph, what I'm getting at is like other countries and other companies in other countries are moving, I think, uh, quicker than we are in terms of at capturing this moment, right? Yes. We Here we are in public education funded by the public and the government, and yet it seems to be focused more on traditional test scores, right? It's, it's a, you know, 50 or 100-year-old model that's broken. And um, I would like to convey this sort of sense of urgency, not, I mean, you know, um, for, for the country, right? And, and uh, we, we need to partner with folks like uh, Loco AI and Joseph Zaki, uh, because otherwise I think America is going to be surpassed. Well, we absolutely, I mean, we kind of saw this, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I'm not here to, to make any political statements, but as the administration changed, we absolutely, absolutely saw the impact on uh, funding for certain uh, DOD programs. Um, that was all impacted. Um, and so the fear is, of course, we're going to get behind. You know, our adversaries are are launching cyber attacks every single day on this country. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what are we going to do to step up and, and protect ourselves? What are we going to do when we're attacked? Mm-hmm. And the and and the uh, the stakes are incredibly high. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's scary because we work with some very big government customers. And when you see what I see. You, you know, the feeling is we the time is of the essence. We got to move yeah. now. Like there's no more. There's no more if and or buts. You want to you want to protect the country. You want to make sure that America stays on top of this before something really bad happens. We got to move faster. We got to move faster. We got to be smarter. We have to cut out all of the uh, the red tape. We got to get to the kids. We got to get to the brains of and the passion of these people yeah. and pull them into as fast as we can into industry. Um, there's no stopping education. I mean, you know, my whole thing is, look, if, if kids want a four-year degree, give them the option somehow to integrate that. But, man, do we need to catch up. Uh, we, need, we need people coming right out of high school, straight into our companies. Um, we need to nurture these students, um, and, uh, maybe even longer, um, as, they're, as we're identifying them, um, because they will become the workforce. How else are we we're going to wait, wait four years, two years for kids to come out and then you're going to choose? No, it can't happen that way. We need boots on the ground. We need teachers to identify these students immediately and say, these kids have the potential. Let's mark them now and, and put them in front of uh, these programs and in front of uh, these opportunities and see what happens. Because if we're not if we're not careful here, we're going to slip behind. Well, I love the uh, way you've, you framed it. You know, the teachers becoming like scouts, talent scouts, right? And they need to identify that talent, connect them with uh, folks like like you and, and others that are trying to um, create more cohesive pathways for the world of work. You know, Joseph, um, I we, we're just about out of time, but is there anything else you want to say to our young people about preparing themselves for the world of work? Well, I would just say, you know, really, um, the world needs you. The world needs you guys. Um, 
the the artificial intelligence um, industry needs you guys. Um, you're using the tools when you play Fortnite that will build into careers. And we're looking for that talent as a company. So know that there are people out here who care enough and we're here and we're uh, stepping up to be present so that we can take advantage not only of you know, um, you know the, all the blessings that have happened for our company, but also to give back and to make sure that we're doing a responsible job being uh, stewards in our own community to really build uh, the future correctly. So we've taken um, you know, a different approach than most companies would, but this is the ingrained in the culture of our company. And it's the thing that you'll find um, as maybe the strongest thing about Loco is our culture, that we're here because we wanna be here and we're looking for similar people. We wanna build the future with people who, who love the country and are using the tools every day that you're already using um, that will be directly applied to a career in AI. Awesome, Joseph. On behalf of our 30,000 students and their families, uh, on, and on behalf of um, all the good work that you're doing in the area of security, thank you so much. And we look forward to hearing more from you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Michael.